morning, good afternoon, good evening to everybody. You're listening to the Grains Matter Chatter podcast presented by Northcore Grains. My name is Jeffrey Guy and I'm joined today by the big kahuna himself, Dwight. Say hello, Dwight. Well, thank you for inviting me back. You must be scraping the bottom of the barrel two weeks in a row, Jeff. Well, there's some big things to talk about today. Let's let's start off. Let's talk about Movember. Well, Dwight, you're a big supporter of Movember. Yes, I got the, the stash and, and a little more to boot. How about yourself, Mr. Guy? Oh, I got a nice big white stash, I think. I know my wife just loves it. So the, uh, <laughs> had to get rid of the beard, though. I look too much like old man winter. So. Well, are you going to shave it off for Christmas? That would be the best Christmas present you might be able to give her. I told her I'd shave it off for next year, November 1st. <laughs> Anyhow, November, uh, we want everybody to send in their pictures. I know Dolores has been snapping some here at the office and uh, as people have been in and out. So send in your pictures, and Dwight's going to make a, uh, the company's going to make a donation towards this, and we want to thank everybody who has donated already online. Yeah. People still can do that also. And uh, if if you went to the effort of uh, growing a mustache this month, we are uh, happy to to give a, uh, a donation on your behalf of $50. And uh, last year, it was very, very good last yeah. year. We're hoping that we can do a little better this year, but we'll... I, and I think even last week he said if it's a mustache and a beard, it was a $100 Oh donation. my goodness, you got a good memory. <laughs> so the... Uh, anyhow, so Movember, let's, uh, let's keep that momentum going, people. Uh, let's get into a little bit of the market stuff here. Uh, this week, Dwight, we've uh, continued on the pandemic scare. Oh my goodness, when is this ever going to go away, Jeff? They just, just a wave after a wave of this stuff. Yes, and this wave, uh, really played havoc in the markets last, started last Friday. And this week, it's brought a lot of volatility to the markets. We've had a couple down days at the first of the week, but it's, uh, pretty nice that we, uh, ended corn and soybeans ended with three plus days. Wheat had two plus days and then a negative day, but, the best thing I've read about the pandemic scare is that the, with the person on the DTN said the market seems to be over it. Oh, that's nice. That's, that's great if it's, if it can be resolved within a week. Yeah. I, uh... Unfortunately, <laughs> we know it can't. We could wake up tomorrow to news. This is a potential big risk out in the marketplace that it, affects things and how does it affect things Dwight like why would the pandemic bring prices down how does it affect well I I was just sitting here thinking you know like if the U.S. chose to close their borders or or, or if they're restricting people coming through or they you know if they take it to the next level that's what I'm thinking about well it's truly that because what that affects is overall economic activity in different countries or really around the world the pandemic scare is a economic activity scare around the world and if there's less economic activity less things going on less consumers out in the marketplace less people moving around there's less consumption and people still have to eat so you think prices should stay up there but there's there is just less happening and a pandemic scare brings in risk into the marketplace and people pull cash out of the marketplace and that pulls prices down, not just commodities, but stocks, 
Yeah, well, without even realizing it, Jeff, you know, look at the oil price and the natural gas price, you know, like people, if they, if they stop moving around, it's, it's oil and gas. It's the first thing to take the dive. Well, last Friday, oil dropped over $10 a barrel. So it's kind of neat this week. Uh, so oil last Friday closed at $66 a barrel, West Texas crude. Today it closed at $68. But we've had volatility in it this week. It's been lower. It's been higher. Our dollar for the week, uh, what do I have it down here? It had a, a low this week, which it closed at the end here this week at 0.778 US. Uh, was high earlier in the week at 0.786. And it's kind of went with oil. As oil's gone up and down, the dollars change. So the pandemic scare just brings too many different things into the marketplace. So let's go, let's look where prices are. So corn, uh, you know, harvest corn for this fall spot corn closed at $289, which was down a dollar for the week. Soybeans got back over the $570, $571. They actually were up $5. The wheat market, spring wheat was flat and the winter wheat actually pulled back. So today was a bad day for the wheat market. The wheat market all yeah. came back, pulled down today. And wheat, of all the crops, has the strongest fundamentals to go higher on the supply side. But I know we keep saying this every week, high prices cure high prices. And I think that's a real big thing in the wheat market. It just, will the market let it go that much higher? So, you know, I watched that soybean number drop down to, you said it's up to 571. What was it down to earlier? Like five? 533. Yeah. I said to myself, if it gets back to 570, I'm going to sell some more beans. So I really think I should do that. I'm going to sell some of our own beans at, at this number. And so, you know, we talked there, we're up to 570. Let's take a quick peek at uh, next year's prices. Corn and soybeans were pretty flat for next year, but still there's corn at 267 beans at uh, 556. You know, we had a customer in today, a good customer. We talked about selling some beans for next year. It's it just a, it's a good number to get started at. Oh, I agree. You, Maybe, know. you know, historically, that's a real strong number. And the wheat market did end up uh, on the negative side. Yeah, look at over the last six or seven years. How many years was it better than that, Jeff? Oh, you know, maybe, never. maybe last year. Yeah, maybe last and that's year. just the fluke of what happened. The market changed so much. So when we talking about soybeans, that's it has some pretty interesting market uh, fundamentals going on in soybeans. The soybean meal side has really been supporting the soybean market for this year. And that's uh, the meal is more meal is required in the U.S. And this is for the hogs and poultry. But tell me why more meals required, Dwight? Well, it's it's this lysine uh, that that they're looking for to. Uh, promote uh, muscle development and uh, uh, hog, uh, both in the hog and the poultry sector. I guess uh, it's it's the building block of the amino acid in the, in the growth of these animals. So apparently, uh, soy's are really high in lysine, and they so lysine can be added, but the production facilities that have produced lots of lysine. It's in that big uh, China, the big C word. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're not exporting very much of it. They're using it for their own side. Some other facilities around the world, productions are down. But So they're thinking there's going to be a shortage of lysine additives 
well into this year. So, mm. so that has to help the soybean meal prices. So maybe, maybe right into the new year, even the soy complex should be, should be strong, uh, going forward. And like in the new year, well past the new year. And yeah. I think one interesting thing on the soy meal prices is that nearby prices are stronger in the U.S. than out over the winter. So whether they're thinking there's going to start being some more lysine supply, so soy meal won't be in quite as large demand. Hard to tell, but uh, it's it's helping prices right now. So like you have soybean meal, soybean oil prices have stayed strong. The vegetable oil market, it's jumped a little bit up and down the last few weeks, but it's still around the world. The vegetable oil market is strong. There's a shortage of canola oil. They're trying to ramp up more uh, production of palm oil, but uh, soybean oil is still in demand, plus for uh, biodiesel. But again, if uh, oil prices fall back, again, we get back to the pandemic scare, that hurts uh, soybean oil. So let's say soybeans just kind of a unique market there. And there was some uh, good export sales announcements this week in the U.S. to China or unknown sources, which almost always turn out to be China. So that's that's a good part. Well, you know, they were talking about Brazil maybe having their earliest soybean harvest, possibly even harvesting some beans the end of December. So these these bean sales that we're making in China right now are really paramount. Oh, the the window is closing for yeah. U.S. sales to China. Yeah. You know the the normal window. So mm-hmm. so let's see. We are in December. Uh, I think I saw some pictures on social media about... Uh, we had a visitor. A visitor this week. Uh, yeah. Good-looking guy in a red suit. Yes, Santa Claus. He was... Uh, rumor has it he was trying out the sleigh. Yeah. I didn't see the picture of the sleigh, but I did see him uh, working. I wondered if that was a new fellow employee here at the... Oh, well, uh, you know, he brought a load of corn, by the way, when he came. he uh, The sleigh was full of corn, and he dumped her into the pit. And... I guess that's your Christmas present, Dwight, so... <laughs> What did Santa Claus have to say about prices, Jeff? Well, I didn't get talking to him, but rumor has it he's uh, he was trying to give Scott his wish out there of higher prices going forward on the corn market. And just keeping prices stable this week, I think that's a blessing right in there. And I, I think Santa Claus delivered already. And again, prices, you know, at $290 this week on old crop corn, you just, you just can't go wrong there. So it was good to see Santa and I'm uh, just... Oh, let's see, how many more sleeps? Or a little over 20 more sleeps until he gets to come to visit everybody at their home. So, yeah, anyhow, it's great, yeah. great to see him. And uh, anything else on your mind for this week, Dwight? No, I just uh, thank, uh, want to tell everybody that things are slowing down and uh, the, uh, we're still, still dumping every day, but uh, uh, definitely slowing down. The harvest is getting done. There's some guys saying, oh, this is my last load every day. We're hearing from different people. So, uh, it's been a great fall, you know. It uh, we didn't uh, ever really uh, have to shut anybody off all fall. We just kept going, and the, the wet bins kept getting dried through. And uh, it's been a great run, and uh, now it's it's coming to an end. But for those people that are still combining, bring it on. We oh yeah, we, we still can, have room. Yep, we can look after you and. Uh, there's nothing wrong with your combining now. No. Half to admit, I had a drive today around eastern Ontario a little bit, and uh, I did see some combines rolling and some corn out. And I even saw, I'm sure it's a 100-acre soybean field out. 
which I just had to shake my head at. But anyhow, we'll uh, keep bringing it on. We'll look forward to talking to everybody again next week and have a safe week. Good harvest. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye for now.